Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today we will be discussing a topic that can often be uncomfortable, but is an inevitable part of playing any trading card game. Dealing with sore losers. Before we get to that, though, it is time to check in on the state of the meta. Last week, we saw an increase in results and wins being posted by purple decks, as well as the expected results from yellow and blue hybrid decks. There's not much to add since our last episode, because as of the time of recording, everyone has been gearing up to play in the upcoming Ultimate Cup, so there haven't been many other major events trying to run in the same week. Since we last checked in, the blue hybrid source manipulation deck with Azulongmon has continued to perform well. We've also seen success from yellow hybrid with the purple base, particularly versions that are playing multiple copies of Shine Greymon to capitalize on those yellow tamers. The other trend that I have noticed is that players have been experimenting with some success with the green hybrid list that we discussed in our last episode. The red base version has seen a lot of success in the past, and is probably my preferred version of the deck, but players are starting to experiment with different coloured bases. Blue and purple bases on the green hybrid deck have both been performing well. It seems clear that blue hybrid is still the deck to beat, but players are starting to kind of figure out strategies for dealing with it and just getting burnt out on the deck as a whole. So do keep an eye out in coming weeks for winning non-blue lists. Now for our main topic. Losing is a part of any game. Every time you sit down to play Digimon with someone, one of you is going to lose that game. And while we all play Digimon because hopefully we enjoy it, it can be hard to lose sometimes. You've built your deck, you've put time and effort into it, you've tried your best, you want to do well and win. It feels good to win, and conversely, it can feel bad to lose. Now, in an ideal world, we would all be excellent losers, gracious and even-tempered, but as we all know, this is not a perfect world. Sometimes a loss rubs you up the wrong way. Maybe you got a run of bad luck in the game, maybe your opponent was playing a deck that naturally has a strong mashup against yours, or you find it frustrating to play against that particular deck, or maybe you're just having a bad day outside of the game. Whatever, Whatever it is, we all have times when we take a loss hard, probably too hard. And of course, so do our opponents. So today I wanted to talk about how to handle those moments when we lose a game and how to handle it when our opponents take a loss poorly. How do we deal with sore losers and how do we not be sore losers ourselves? Because nobody wants to sit across the table from a sore loser. Before we begin, I want to just thank Austin from the Memory Gauge Discord server for making the request that inspired this episode. Thanks very much, Austin. And if you have any ideas for episodes, feel free to get into contact with me on that. Discord server is probably the easiest and direct way to do it. We have a channel for requests and suggestions for the show. People put them in, I read all of them, and maybe you get an episode out of it about a topic that you want covered. So make sure you check it out. Link will be in the show notes. Firstly, let's attend to the beam in our own eye before worrying about the moat in someone else's. Ham-fisted biblical references aside, I think it's important to first make sure 
I was quite proud of that joke when I wrote it. Went to first make sure that we're conscious of our own poor behavior before we start trying to manage somebody else's. We've covered this topic briefly in prior episodes. It's something that comes up a lot. But today I wanted to hone in on it and give it greater focus. How do we keep ourselves from being sore losers? I did a lot of reading this week on this topic about various strategies for avoiding being a sore loser. And now I would like to share what I learned with all of you. And please know I'm not out to lecture anybody here. In fact, I recognize in myself I can be a sore loser. And it's one of the things that really frustrates me about myself. As you can tell from the fact that I host a podcast about it, I think about the Digimon card game a lot. I take it seriously and I want to be the best player that I can be. And I think that those are mostly good things because they push me to do better, be better. But sometimes I get kind of my own sense of self-worth wrapped up in the game. And when I lose, that can feel like a sign that I, as a person, am just not good enough, which isn't true. That's a, that's a ridiculous thing. But it can feel true in that moment, and it can leave me feeling kind of upset sometimes, and I have poor reactions, and maybe I'm not as gracious in defeat as I could be. So not only are these techniques and ideas that I hope are going to be helpful for all of you, they're things that I'm trying to put into practice for myself to improve and to be a better person to play with. And so far, I think it's working pretty well. So let me share what has worked for me with all of you. Firstly, congratulate the winner right away. This is a strategy I think really helps. Try to get yourself into the habit of when you lose, before you do or say anything else, congratulate the winner. Well done. Good game. Even if it's insincere, even if you can't bring yourself to really put the emotion into that, well done. It's important for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because it takes the focus off of yourself, off of what happened to you, the focus off of your loss. If you instead, you don't congratulate the other person, you focus on what went wrong for you, you focus on yourself, you're going to start to get into that kind of grumpy funk you get into your own head. Secondly, saying this makes you sound like a gracious loser straight away. Oh, that person immediately congratulated me on the win. What a gracious loser. Nobody wants to play with the person who devalues your win because they immediately talk about how they had bad luck, how you're playing an unfair deck. That person is a total drag to play with, so don't be that person. It's going to take some time to get into the habit, but once you start congratulating the winner straight away, I think you're going to find that it improves not only your own mindset, but it also has your opponents thinking of you as a gracious player and a great person to play with. Next, remember that your wins and your losses don't have real world consequences. This next tip can be hard in the moment, but it's great if you can go into a game with that mindset. Now, unless you are playing in a highly competitive tournament for big prizes, maybe there's money on the line, an individual win or loss is not a big deal. You're at locals, you don't actually lose anything for losing at a game, and you don't really gain anything for winning one. And importantly, those wins and losses don't mean anything about you personally. They don't actually mean that you are any more or less smart or capable as a human. It can be fun to win, it can be disappointing to lose, sure, but are you still going to care about it an hour from now, a day, a week? Remember that as time passes, you're not going to remember who won or who lost. You're going to remember the fun you had playing. Take a moment now. Think of think about the last time you were at Locals, or two two weeks ago, or a month ago. Do you remember all your wins, all your losses? Probably not. You might remember one or two cool moments that stood out. Remember, 
this last you're taking right now, that's what that's going to be a week from now, a month from now. You won't remember it. Next, remove yourself from the situation. Of course, all of these strategies aren't always going to work. And if you find that you're getting really frustrated by a loss and you can't de-escalate yourself, that is when you need to walk away. You need to take a toilet break, step outside and scroll TikTok on your phone, refill your water bottle, whatever it is, just step away from the table. Stepping away from the situation helps you to de-escalate and start to calm down. And even if you think um, it might seem rude that you're walking away rather than staying to chat to your opponent, it's so much better than letting yourself sit there and get so frustrated that you say or do something you're going to regret later. Even us adults, we all need to step away and take a break from time to time. Practice being a grateful and graceful winner. Our next important tip for avoiding being a sore loser is something that you should be doing when you aren't in fact losing. Being a gracious winner is something that we should all strive for in any case because no one wants to play against someone who's going to gloat and carry on if they win. That person is a jerk. But being a graceful winner also has other benefits. If you play at a local game store with the same group of players every week, as a lot of us do, being a graceful winner and putting positivity into the gameplay experience is going to just make your local group a better place to play for everyone. You put out into the world what you want to get back. It's also going to help train you to look for the positives in a game after it's over, even when you don't win. Thank your opponent for the game and... What I like to do is consider complimenting something about their deck or their gameplay. And if you get into the habit of winning gracefully, it's going to be that much easier to carry that energy into your losses as well. And finally, remember why you're playing to begin with. Don't forget the reason that you're playing the Digimon card game to begin with. We are all here because the game is fun. It's got interesting mechanics, it's got fantastic art, and it has a solid community behind it. There's going to be wins there's going to be losses. But remind yourself, this is a game, it's a hobby, and it's meant to be enjoyable. It's okay to lose. It's even okay to feel disappointed by a loss. But winning and losing are parts of the game, and they shouldn't detract from your overall enjoyment of the hobby. So now we know some strategies for how to avoid being a sore loser ourselves. But what happens if the uncomfortable reaction to a loss is coming from the other side of the table, from our opponent? How can we deal with that situation? Firstly, you can try to preempt it by making sure that you're cultivating a positive environment at the table. Good luck, let's have some fun, is a simple enough sentence to say, but even just doing that at the start of a game can help you to set up positive expectations for the game. We're here to have fun. Remember, we're having fun. If playing a game is going to be a positive experience and it's fun, then our opponent is that much less likely to have a poor reaction to losing that game because they're already primed to think of it as a fun experience. Secondly, again, being a gracious winner is going to help. Thank your opponent for the games. Of course, it's going to frustrate your opponent. If you gloat and carry on when you win, they're more likely to be a sore loser. If you're gracious, thank your opponent for the games. Maybe if it seems appropriate, compliment them on something about their deck or their gameplay. Nemon's a cool choice. I don't see that very often. I love that, for instance. Or attacking my Beetlemon on that early turn was a really good decision because it slowed me way down. That was a good choice. Remember that often... Being a sore loser comes from having your self-worth tied up in the results of the game, like it has happened for me. 
Letting your opponent know that even though they lost, they still made good choices in their deck or their gameplay. They still did things correctly. They still played a good game. That can help to counteract that feeling. Thirdly, if your opponent is really being inappropriate or making you feel uncomfortable, you can call a judge. Judges aren't just there to reinforce game rules. Part of their job is enforcing standards of conduct at the event. You have every right to feel safe and respected at an event, and a good judge is going to help you to make sure that that is happening. Now, I hope that this that a situation this bad doesn't happen to you, but if it does, please remember you have those resources at your disposal and you need to call on them. Finally, remember that whether you're at an event, online, or you're playing with friends at home, you can walk away. Once a game is over, or even during the game, nothing is tying you to the table, and if your opponent is having a poor reaction to their loss, you are under no obligation to stay. Often we can feel like it's our responsibility to fix a situation or help someone feel better, especially because you've probably just spent a decent amount of time one-on-one with that person and have formed some kind of connection. And that is a very kind thing to do, like good on you for feeling that way, but no one is helped by you staying in a situation with someone that is making you feel uncomfortable, maybe even unsafe. In fact, sometimes staying can be exactly the wrong thing to do anyway. If someone's having a bad overreaction to loss, they're carrying on, they're making a big deal out of it, trying to talk them down and then giving that overreaction any kind of actual credence can just reinforce that reaction. Saying a quick, good luck for the rest of the day, and leaving sends the message to that person that other players have no interest in interacting with them if they're going to behave like that. And it might be the shock to the system that they need to make a positive change. So hopefully this episode has given you now some skills for dealing with the sore losers you come across, whether they're on the other side of the table or on your side. Remember that you need to be equally gracious in victory and defeat, and you need to treat your opponent with kindness. And remember, please, if your opponent is making you uncomfortable, you are in no obligation to stick around. I'd like to give credit to Lifehacker, a ConsciousRethink.com, to the community over at BoardGame geek and the r spikes subreddit community all of which were resources that i used to put together this episode and i will put the links to all of those resources in the show notes now you have heard enough from me i would like to hear from you our listener question of the week what are your tips for managing a sore loser or keeping yourself from being a sore loser let's pool our resources and help each other to be better players and to manage those uncomfortable situations. If you have an answer to our listener question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me, memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast. You can tweet at me, at Connor EFMG, or join our Discord server. All of the links to that will be in the show notes below. And remember that I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes of this podcast come out each and every week, so make sure that you're following us on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service of choice allows you to rate and review our show, please consider doing so because it really does help people to find the memory gauge and helps boost the show. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. Logging out.